this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Hey, what's up, everybody? This episode of Cyberpunk Uncensored is all about net running. And today, I have a special guest with me, my buddy Daniel. What's up, man? Hey, pretty good. How are you? Good, good. Um, yeah, so anybody that's been following the live gameplay that we were doing, uh, well, months ago, when we were doing the 2020 Red Starter Kit Hybrid, and then now uh, running the official Red uh, campaign, if you're familiar with Curly or on Rio, the Netrunners in, in both those campaigns, that those were run by Daniel. So that's who I have on today. And I'm excited to have you because I've had Eric on, um, you know, Val has been on. So we've had like some of the other players and I really wanted to get you on because not only do I enjoy playing with you, I love the way, you know, you run the characters and stuff and, and you're a nice dude. I enjoy, ha- you know, you as a friend, but also, um, you know, you've, you've been a Netrunner uh, pretty consistent for months. You know, you did it when we were pulling from 2020 and red starter and then going into uh, official red. So it's really cool to kind of get into that. But before we get into that, um, why don't you get into, you know, who Daniel is, <laughs> you know, t- take me back to like, you know, your role, your first time role playing games and getting into cyberpunk, all, all that stuff. Just give kind of a sure. breakdown so people can get an idea who you are. Yeah. I mean, I've been, <clears throat> I've been a huge fan of, of the cyberpunk genre uh, since I was a kid, I mean, I'm in my late thirties. So, you know, I first got into, you know, cyberpunk reading Neuromancer by William Gibson. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, for those that have read that book, the main character is effectively a net runner. You know, he is the guy that, you know, kind of, you know, starts out a little bit, you know, downtrodden and, and having some issues, but, you know, he is a console cowboy. He is the guy that, you know, jacks into to the, you know, matrix cyberspace and does runs and, you know, hacks and that kind of a uh, kind of thing. And I, uh, you know, read that book, love that book. It's one of my top favorite books. And uh, also around that same time, this would have been like 96, 97, uh, Wizards of the Coast came out with a game called Netrunner, which is based on, you know, pulls much of it from Cyberpunk 2020. And so I, you know, being a, a fan of Magic the Gathering and several other games, got super into, you know, Netrun of the card game. And it, you know, was the idea of, you know, jacking in and, you know, doing runs and having to break through black ice, you know, these, you know, intrusion countermeasure, yeah, you know, programs that you have to, like, kind of fight. And they weren't just, you know... You know, in the real world, I'm, I'm also an IT guy, so, you know, technology is kind of my thing. Hacking is pretty boring. You know, like, the true concept of hacking is you're running, you know, programs, you know, typing in code. Like, it's not, yeah. you know, in the cyberpunk genre, especially Cyberpunk 2020, Netrunner, stuff like that, you're you're there. You're fighting. You're, you're you know, attacking these, these programs and these worms and these, you know, other things that you know, it was just much cooler. You know, it is very much a, you know, style over substance type idea. So 
I mean, okay. I've been doing tabletop, you know, since I was a kid. D&D, mostly, I, you know, play a D&D game every week with friends I've had for 25 years. And That's awesome. You know, luckily I've got into, you know, with, with you doing, uh, you know, Cyberpunk, so... You know that's that's kind of my background, but yeah, I've just I've always been a fan of that netrunner, you know, hacker concept. You know, since yeah. I was a kid. No, me too. I, I remember when I was super young, and you know, I was into computers and things like that. My buddy Eric, actually, who actually got me into cyberpunk and BattleTech as well, he was into like computer stuff, and that's what kind of got me into that. And I got my first computer, and I mean, it was so basic, but my granddad taught me how to write like some basic code, so when you would ask questions, it would answer almost like an AI, so I was like making Mm -hmm. all these random potential answers to potential questions, and I was like trying to make the computer like it was alive, and then I remember seeing movies, uh, like, even though it's not full-on net-running style, but like, you know, the Lawnmower Man and stuff like that, you know, and I remember just thinking it was so cool, like, getting into like the system or whatever, you know, like on the net. And, uh, and then at the time there was like these VR stations set up around like malls where it was just very basic, but you could put them on and like actually like shoot this ball laser at your friend who is standing 20 feet away. But in the VR, it was like, you're on this weird map and it was very like Qbert style, like very pixelated and weird, but it was just so cool to me as a kid. Like I was always a fan of that stuff. And then obviously getting older, like movies like the matrix and hackers and all the different things that made it exciting. Uh, it's just very cool. But first, uh, full disclosure, I wasn't a fan of net running in cyberpunk 2020. Oh, I mean it, it was one of those things. So I, I didn't play, cyberpunk 2020 you know even as, as a young kid it was one of those cases when i was you know my teens in the late 90s and, and 2000s you know when i was in my 20s it was all D. like nobody i didn't have any friends that were like into the sci-fi you know cyberpunk thing it was either D or star wars which i'm also a huge star wars fan so it just wasn't wasn't there and then when i kind of started you know, really came into when 2077 was announced. It was like, oh, you know, and, and God, what was it, like 2013 or something? It mm. was like, oh, they're coming out with this game. It's based on Cyberpunk. I, I remember, you know, hearing about this, you know, RPG way back in the, the day, and I know it was based on Netrunner, which I was a huge fan of, you know, when it was made by Wizards of the Coast. And, you know, it's it's it. this is the game I want. And it was, you know, then it was like, well, let me look at, you know, let me go revisit that and kind of get into that you know look at 2020 see if i can get into a group and it was like god the net running thing is is its own game like it, yeah and, you know it's it would be cool if you were you would have to have a group of just net runners and then everybody's in the matrix and maybe fighting off you know other net runners and, and black ice programs and but you know the game you know in 2020 was very much a like if you were a net runner you either took over the game or you really couldn't do anything Right. That's why I so appreciate what they've done with Red. Oh, 100%. Yeah, no, it felt more, you know, back in the day or in 2020, you know, uh, that it was separate than the team because once you engaged in net running, there wasn't this sort of dual meat space and net running cohesiveness. There wasn't like, you know, the potential to interact in both. You have to, you know, you could do it remotely because you would just get on the internet because, like, as we know in Red, there's no internet. You know, you have to hack systems within six meters, which makes it, you know, extra exciting as well. But um, it was just like you said. It was almost like its own fucking game. Like, it was its own, like, sort of digital uh, dungeon crawl or whatever, if you will. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. 
Yeah, it was like really, really, and and it was also like a bit, I don't know, big, you know, like it, it was. Well, yeah, the, I mean, the the way if you know, in twenty twenty, it was like you have this entire thing where you jack in, and there was an entire map, and the map is is kind of the internet laid on top of the the world. So, but you can transport yourself from one side of the planet to the other in the net almost instantly, like you know, it was very large. So like, if you wanted to do anything in that world, like you, you were kind of, you know, for GMs is you either couldn't do it service, in which case then what's the point? Right. Or you, you had to do it service, but then you're kind of doing a disservice to the rest of the players who have no interaction with that world. Exactly. No, I felt the same way. And I didn't GM as much back then as I do now, obviously, um, cause now I'm, I'm GMing all the time. I love it. But, uh, but yeah, back then I was more of a player, but I would GM like with a couple of my buddies and we would take turns and stuff. And yet ne we never involved net running because of that, because it was just so separate and difficult and just, you know, everything we just said, <laughs> but yeah, everything I've read, I've heard is that that is the, unfortunately viewpoint of everyone else, Yeah, in which case is why I think they, they designed it in such a way in red to to combat that. Yeah, that's what I wanted to get into. Let's take this conversation to red. Let's get into, you know, where net running is. And what's cool is we can discuss a lot of it because, you know, a lot of the details were released in the starter, the jump start kit. Yeah. So we can kind of talk about all that. We can talk about, you know, we do have the advanced rules from our Talsorian games, which is awesome. We're appreciative of that. We can talk about what's up in there that maybe isn't covered in, in, jumpstart we just can't read it directly or go into too much detail yeah. so anybody listening just understand that if anything's a little vague it's because you know we have to protect the ip and and let our talsorian do what they're doing and and let's say that first uh, before we get into this i'm definitely one of the people I, i'm happy to wait like every time that that they're like hey we have a few more delays we want to match the lore up with th changes to the video game and like I like the fact that they're putting so much detail and making sure that from 2020 through red up to 2077, it all makes sense. And it, it just makes the world so much more real. And, uh, and I'm, I'm, you know, like, obviously I, I want it right away. Like I want everything released and source books and let's, let's get into it. But yeah. I understand what they're doing and I appreciate the wait because I know they're busting their ass to make it as awesome as they can. You know? Yeah, and I, I've been I'm the same way. I am very much not a patient person, especially when it's like I want something. I'll right. I'll usually try to go out of my way to to make it happen. You know, but I, I very much appreciate all Talisorian games from not rushing the product out. I want it to be good. I not I don't want it to be good. I want it to be great. So exactly. I want it to be what their vision is, what they want, and since they're they're able to and this rare case work with a company like CD project red who, you know, for those that didn't know made the Witcher series is obviously making the new cyberpunk 2077 game. They're allowing to work very closely and tie the worlds in the lore together. Yeah. And I, you know, both, you know, both companies have had delays, you know, there's always delays in certain things. Obviously COVID-19 has thrown the entire planet in a loop. So like, I would rather, as much as I want those games, I would rather they get it done great, you know, get yeah. it done well, make sure it's the vision they both have. And, you know, if it takes, you know, the end of year, next year, you know, if it, if it gets delayed, I'm, I'm okay to wait as long as it's a great product when it comes out. 
Yeah, exactly. And I like that he said, like, you know, and I'm an impatient person. Like, I, you know, when I want, I want that. And it almost reminds me of, like, that old school South Park episode where I think it was the Chinese or Japanese making something or making fun, making fun of Americans. Like, I'm an American. I really, really want that. I want that. Like, talking <laughs> about, like, Americans always want things. You know, they don't yeah. need it. They just want things all the time, you know. But, <laughs> but it's so true. I'm excited, but I'm happy to wait because I know it'll be better. But let's get into uh, net running in red. I mean, we, we know how a majority feels about it in 2020. We, we you know, it, it's been improved. Uh, why don't you walk us through kind of, you know, how net running is now, how they've kind of made it into that sort of um, elevator map system and just kind of how it works, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the changes they made, you know, Cyberpunk 2020 had it where, you know, you would get in a chair pr- pretty much, jack in and access everything remotely. Well, in, in red, you know, you, they've made it, you know, the internet has collapsed or, you know, the net has collapsed. So any, any sort of systems is all, you know, localized to either a single system or maybe a building at most, or, or, you know, a, a mall size system, if it's a really large one, but you know, it's, it's localized to that area. So that requires the net runner to actually get up and go to the location with, you know, a group, you know, solos or, you know, texts, you know, such as our group and, uh, you know, interact with it, you know, locally. And, you know, instead of it being, you know, obviously in order to do that, you know, not be in, you know, issue is, uh, you know, instead of being jacked in and you can't see anything, everything's using these virtual like goggles, yeah, virtuality um, goggles, that, you know, virtuality goggles that are kind of like AR to where you, you know, the net runner wears them, they can see the real world, but then they also see this kind of net overlay on top of it. And yeah, totally, you know, totally that, like you just said, it's like AR now and like, it's yeah. no longer like jacking into a system where like your body is in this comatose sort of position and you're, you're just completely in this on the internet. Now it's, or, or wearing VR goggles, like what we know, right. you know, the Oculus, you know, that we kind of have that vision of right now where it's like completely blocks your view. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, exactly. it's an AR overlay. And, you know, like my character and my current thing, you know, I have replaced my eyes, so I don't even have to wear goggles. The goggles are part of my eyes. Yeah. I love that. But it, you know, it, you know, they've structured it in such a way that instead of this giant over like matrix type thing, it's a, it's, they kind of view it as an elevator where you have, you know, floor one, floor two, floor three. They also have branches, you know, there's different, you know, black ice you can throw in there. You know, uh, Hellhound is one of the ones that's in the, the jumpstart kit that, you know, yeah. kind of is one of the, the basic just does brain damage, you know, and, and can cause some other issues. So, but there's definitely a bunch of other, you know, black ice versions that do all kinds of things, oh, whether yeah. it affects your, your real life meat stats, like, which I, I really enjoy that aspect. I mean, I know in the last games, anybody, if you've watched the live gameplay on Rio, uh, Daniel's Netrunner <laughs> had some serious <laughs> movement issues going on. Cause he's, he, he's, he's had some difficulties. <laughs> Usually doesn't, isn't taking a lot of brain damage has some, you know, programs that, that assist with, you know, preventing some of that. But yeah, some of the, the black ice programs in the, the, you know, the, advanced rules that we have, you know, aren't just damaged. They can, you know, cause you to, you know, maybe not move as fast or yeah. not have quite as much reflexing. You know, you, you, you're limited in, you know, a psychosomatic way rather than a, a you're just taking HP damage or whatever. Yeah, so it, and they... it can affect when you're, since you're out in the field, you know, it can make a, uh, 
you know, the rest of the group, you know, may have to, you know, take that into uh, consideration. Yeah, somebody might have to help you move along yeah. once, you, once you can't move that far. And there's also black ice and things that can, you know, attack your programs and things. So if you don't have it backed up on a drive or something like that program's dead, you know? Yeah, so there's that program, all kinds of and, cool things. And I think that's another great thing is they have, you know, programs cost money. They're not, you know, it, it's mostly programs are, you know, night market type, you know, things you find or you go out and, you know, in some of these old buildings in Night City and, and try to, you know, recover technology and, and programs from there because, you know, everything's still kind of in a, a disarray from, you know, the fourth corporate war. So, yeah. you know, you're you're not, a, it's not like the old days where it's, you know, Raish is, you know, making programs and, you know, selling it or, you know, people are just writing programs willy-nilly. It's, you know, a lot of it, like most things in, in you know, red has to be sourced. Found, you know, has to be sourced, has to be found. Yeah, I love that about red too because it makes, um, you know, like in between campaigns and sessions and missions and jobs and all the stuff that keeps it going, there's just potential for little side sessions, one shots and campaigns that come out of nowhere just because of the fact that red is so different and difficult and interesting. Like, like you said, you have to source things and like, I don't know, it just adds a whole, you know, another layer to the world where you can really just start making up other campaigns and get sessions within it with a normal life stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love and that. I think that's the, the big difference with, you know, cyberpunk versus some other games is like cyberpunk. You have to like, there's more, I don't want to say more thought, but it, there's, there's less, issues in D&D being a murder hobo. And in Cyberpunk, you know, if you turn into a murder hobo, you're going to run into issues. Oh yeah. You know, presumably. So it's you know, you have to structure things and, and think about it in a more cerebral way. And I, I think the, the net running leads more into that because, you know, there's these programs that'll do damage and then you know, they've structured it to where, you know, certain cyber, you know, your cyber deck, which you still have in this version, yep. you know, has only so many slots depending on how much, how expensive it is. And then the armor you're wearing may, you know, dictate that or some of your cyberware may dictate that. So you have to make choices of like, do I want programs that, you know, fight net runners? Do I want programs that fight black eyes? Do I want defensive programs? Do I want hardware that, you know, you know, backs things up or prevents, you know, damage to you and your cyber deck and all of these kind of things. And, you know, I, I can't wait for, you know, people to see the, the full rules because while well, the Jumpstart kit, you know, definitely has a taste, there is a lot of cool stuff coming. Yeah, no, totally. It just, it, it, it has so much and I bet you there's even going to be more when it comes out, not to mention once they start getting into, you know, the black Chromebook and thing, other things that they're going to be working on. Just imagine what other cool goodies they're going to come up with. You know, it's, it's exciting. Um, yeah. But back to the way net running kind of works and the way it is. So, like, yeah, you got to be within six meters of, of a given system or an access point to a system. And then you or, can, or you have to have some hardware that extends that, potentially. That's true, too. Yeah, I love that, that there is hardware that, you know, you can, you can do it from a, a, at least a little bit more distance, you know? Yeah. And then there's also, like, kind of hardwired access points where, like, you have to, like, just physically jack in, you know, kind of old school style. But yeah. re regardless, you know, you get in, and like you said, it's more like an elevator. There's, you know, it just goes down one level, two level, three. You know, there, there's a definite bottom and stuff to every system, but it can branch off into any number of branches. 
Um, and what's cool is aside from the encounters, like you might run into a net runner, you might run into, you know, a, a pro, a black ice program of some type that does some, some type of attack in, in some way, like we talked about, there's also things, um, like you've seen in our gameplay, like demons that control like, uh, real world, you know, environment defenses and drones and things, which I think is really cool. Um, cause it adds like an element of like an evil AI in the system, you know? Yeah. Where it's, you know, they have. You know, it's a simple AI that has a, a, you know, generally a simple task, but also can do some defense and, you know, do things that, you know, not just a singular program can do that have a little more intelligence. So, yeah. you know, you have to, to combat those type of things along with everything else. Yep. And then the other thing I really like is, you know, n- not just obviously how streamlined it all works, but then to continue on with the net running, there's also things called control nodes for anyone not familiar um, and I, I love the, those because it just gives, um, I don't know, like a different version of a weapon or some type of potential advantage or a cool little new toy to control or whatever. It's just this whole other third layer of element that comes into play because I, I always picture it's like the players are working in meat space. The net runner is in meat space, but they're AR in it. You know, they're in the, they're in the net, they're in the system, and then that's its own world. But then once they get that control node, it's like, man, it's kind of like branching those two. And, and I, I don't know, I, I always think that that's fun. Like, okay, what does this control node have access to? You know what I mean? Yeah, and you can, you know, control turrets and control, you know, any, you know, cameras and any number of things. And, you know, big cranes, big inter- cranes that grab yeah, big shipping cranes, car- cartons, cart- little containers mats, on docks you know. and chuck them at yachts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, I mean, th- there's a lot of options for that and, and, you know, a lot of things that can be done with that. And then obviously, you know, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, in, you know, for I'm sure some of the source books might have this where like programming, like you can make your own, you know, programs and demons and black ice that, you know, maybe can control things in a way that, you know, maybe you can leave them there as part of a virus or, you know, I'm there's sure. a lot of things that you can that potentially or are, are able to be done the way they have it structured yeah and i'm sure that that's a great point and good idea like and i'm sure they're going to come out with a way um you know for a net runner at least depending on the difficulty level or whatever you know the, the contested role that they have to hit or some chart or something to create that but i could definitely see that happening because look how you know when you're leaving a system you can create a virus yeah you know, and, and it's very similar it in a way that like makes it much harder to find you know yeah exactly so it's like you know, you can cloak yourself, you know, so like people don't know who is there or what you've done. You can drop viruses in. So I'm sure they're, if they, if they, it's not going to be in the core, it'll be somewhere eventually yeah. or something. Cause that's, it just makes sense. And that's really cool. And um, the, the cool thing is, is, is going back to your, the original, you know, concept of 2020 is, you know, you got the net runner who can do, you know, write viruses and fight black ice and all this other stuff. And they have so many, depending on their, you know, interface stat, so many, you know, net actions but like it's structured in such a way that, you know, you, you know, they have like my character has, you know, three net actions, kind of the default. Um, but, you know, they're relatively quick. And then you just rotate to the next person who's maybe in a firefight or, you know, somebody who's searching a room or, you know, so it's you're you're part of the group. Yeah. Whereas, you know, in the past you were kind of not. No. And sometimes it's been 
a little bit of both. Like I, I don't, I don't remember which session it was, but it, again, back at those docks, and I, and you were, you were running and jacking into a system to control that crane or check out what was there again or something. And I think that security guard or the uh, the uh, bouncer guy or whatever from the yacht or the security guy from those guys or whatever was coming at you questioning you what you're doing out there somebody was i remember that so it was like there's also that element of like you know you've got to worry about yourself in the real world while you're doing the net running too like you said like you're doing those moves but then within that time like somebody could be walking up on you or something as well yeah and you gotta you know you can make the decision to continue working on you know the in the net or you may need to take a shot or do you know duck behind some cover or you might need to jack out in which case you know, if you haven't quite finished what you're doing, you, you're going to have to probably start over if you need to jack back in. Yep. No, exactly. Or you can just forcibly jack out and take your risk of maybe running into some black ice damage. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, and the other thing, too, that I, that I like is you have to jack out to safely get out because if yeah. you just get out, like you feel like you're, you're taking too much damage or maybe in the meat space, like I was just saying, a security guards getting right up on you and you see he's pulling out a gun and you know, in the next movie is going to hit you. And then something else is how you just got to get out of the system. If you don't jack out and you get pulled out, like you're out of six meters away or a security guard grapples you and pulls you away or something happens like that. It's like the black ice gets an automatic attack on you. It's like, it's almost like what is it in D and D? An attack of opportunity. It's a, a, yeah, attack of opportunity. So it's it's very much like that, where they have to, you know, if you want to be force jacked out, you know, because you need to run, or you're you're getting pulled away, or there's a program that forces you out, um, you know, you might take some damage. Yeah. No, I love that. It makes sense, you know, and it's like you're when you jack in, it's not just like, you know, hopping online on your laptop, like you're jacking in, it's part of you, it's your neuralware system and stuff. So it makes sense that if you don't take time to kind of, you know, shut down your computer properly, so to speak, or whatever, you know, yeah. you just kind of hold the button down and force it like there might be some issues, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Some old computer style stuff of like, if you don't shut it down, you might run into problems. Yeah, yeah, totally. So what's your favorite part? I mean, obviously, like, you know, we've discussed the, how it just they streamlined it, right? But any of the specifics, like what is your favorite part of the changes that they've made, or at least your favorite part about net running in Red? I mean, my, my favorite part is 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 that is the fact that like you know, as much as you know the the concept of like I said, you know, and and you know, Neuromancer and and the Johnny Mnemonic, which is also written by William Gibson, that gives you a you know for those that that you know, well, it's gotten some you know grief for some of the acting and. Interestingly enough, you know, the main actor, John, you know, Keanu Reeves plays a character named Johnny. He's going to be playing a character named Johnny in 2077. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the the idea of, you know, jacking in and, and dealing with programs. But, I mean, my favorite part is still the the idea of, like, you're part of the group. Like, there is no, you know, because, and, you know, it's going to take some some balancing to, to figure out what the, the best way to do it. But, like, the idea of you can be doing your thing and then, you know, the solo can be fighting and then maybe the tech is working on it, you know, fixing something or however, but you're not, it's not just you the whole time or it's not just, or if, you know, if you're the net runner and, you know, you aren't in a program or aren't in the net, you know, an architecture, you're useless. It's like, well, that's not, you know, not the case either because the way cyberpunk is, is like my character is not too far off you know, skill wise from doing, you know, damage and whatnot than even our solo. 
Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, you still have to be able to defend yourself and, and kind of, you know, be good in a fight, but obviously also, you know, interact with the net. So that, Not, that's, that's my favorite part is the idea that you are part of the group. Otherwise I think it's, it's far less uh, interactive. Yeah, no, totally. I agree with that a hundred percent. I think that's my favorite part too, is now it's inclusive. Like you're part of the team and it's all interactive. Like sometimes they need you to do something and you need them to do something. And it's part of what's going on. Like you said, you get so many net actions, next player's turn. So it's kind of like, you know, you're still part of what's up. It's really cool. It's not like you're just diving on the internet and okay, everybody hold on. Let me get through all this. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what they've, you know, and some of the stuff, and like I said, we can't really read off directly, but I mean, the new, you know, in the beta rules that, that we're working on, the, you know, it's not just damage. You're not just taking damage and it's like, oh, if I hit zero, I'm dead or potentially dead. You know, it's, you know, you might have some, you know, your move stat, you know, if people yeah. watch the recent game has seemed to be an Unreal thing or, <laughs> you know, your, your reflex is more affected or you might not be able to, you know, there's some programs you can't, you know, jack out in the way you would like or, you know, so you might need, you know, since you can't move like physically away from the system or can't move very fast, you kind of have to rely on your group to maybe watch your back. And then obviously if you're in a system that needs to get some camera footage wiped away or, you know, find some info, you know, they kind of need you to do your job. So it is very much a team, yeah, you know, activity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that aspect of it. And then also, like you said, it's, it's, it's not the way it was before. And, and this is, goes for all, all roles, all characters, you know. It's not, and that's what I love about cyberpunk, is that it's not where, you know, if you're a techie, you're just some nerdy dude with tools. If you're a net runner, you're just some nerdy dude who gets online. If you're a solo, okay, now you can fight good. It's like, it's more like the real world in the sense that, like, just because you're into computers or you're into tech stuff or whatever doesn't mean that somewhere along the line, you know, you drop some skills in a handgun or, or your melee or you picked up some martial arts maybe. Like, you may not know everything. Like, you know, it's still where you're going to want to use your points on more techie stuff or more net running stuff. Yeah. Just like a solo is probably going to be more well-rounded in all different weapons and things like a little more. But it's not to say that you being a net runner, a techie, a med tech or whatever – like I said, doesn't have, you know, can't defend themselves, isn't somewhat able to fight. You know what I mean? And I love that. It's yeah, more and real I, I world. think that's one of the cool things about 20, you know, versus 2020 versus Red is like, you know, Red, while there's, you know, overlap, you can, you know, take weapon skills and whatever, each role is very specific to that role. So, like, med techs have a very specific set of things they do. Net runners obviously have the ability to, to jack in and, and interact in that way. You know, solos, you know, even compared to the old thing where it was just like, oh, they get basically they're better at attacking, you know, they get a whole list of things they can do that, you know, may make them, you know, a little bit faster in initiative or may, you know, do take some less more damage, damage yeah, or do take more less damage, damage yeah, or whatever, yeah. you know. And, and they can kind of change that, you know, per you know, interaction, you know, just to fit the thing, you know, uh, nomads have the ability to, to source things in a, you know, in a certain way and, and, you know, so on and so forth. So it, while there's cases where it's like, oh yeah, you know, I can fight a little bit. You're still, you know, solo is obviously the, you know, the fighter, the, the one that does the most, you know, badass, you know, <clears throat> shooting and fighting and martial arts and, and stuff like that. And that runner's obviously the most of that, but you know, you do have to have some overlap. Otherwise, 
you're going to be, you know, potentially deficient in some ways that may catch up to you. Oh, yeah. No, and red is so dangerous. Like, cyberpunk is always dangerous. 2020 always felt dangerous. But I feel like with what they did with red, it just feels even more cutthroat. Like, they have this balance where, like, in red, everything's being rebuilt, coming up. There's Neocorps. Everyone's, like, elbowing for some room and trying to figure out where they fit in and and just get a piece of the pie because it's all coming back up and it's rebuilding. So you you, you almost feel a little hopeful or, like, you, you have potential to make a change or be part of something bigger. But... Within that, there's still a balance of, but it's more cutthroat. Like, you can't just go to the store and get what you need. You have to source things. And, like, there's, you know, the midnight markets versus night markets. And, like, it just, it, to me, it just feels more brutal. You have to rely on nomads to get you through wastelands and city to city and travel and to do things typically because it's, it's, it's rough. You know, it just, yeah. it just, it, somehow they made cyberpunk even more rough and, and just dirty and gritty and dangerous and, but, but still have that balance of like, but I feel like I can make a fucking difference. I'm getting in this world as, <laughs> as so-and-so, this player, this character, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, I, and know, I, I think it. a good way to, to view it is like, you know, you got cyberpunk 2020 where it's like things were, were dangerous, but things were a little more structured law was, you know, yeah, the combat zone had, you know, effectively no law, but there was areas that did have law and, you know, were very much like you do wrong and the police are going to come after you or corporations are going to hunt you down. In, in, you know, 2077, at least from all the footage we've seen, you know, things are mostly rebuilt. This, you know, at least in that city where you're mainly at is, you know, again, there's areas that are dangerous, but it seems like most things are, are mostly put together. Yeah. You know, there's, but, you know, red's kind of the, the wild west. Like, yeah. you're trying to make a name for yourself. You know, groups are trying to make names for themselves. You have these gangs that are trying to, to maybe, you know, cut a, a bigger slice of the pie than they have or even get some pie. And so you're, you know, everybody, like you said, is kind of trying to elbow their way into making a name for themselves to where, you know, they didn't have it before. But now that with all these neocorps and everything's kind of in a chaos, you know, yeah. they may have a, an option to do that. Yeah, and I feel like everyone's, I don't know, pissed off and grouchy and dangerous and short fused because there's like a lacking transportation, lacking communication, lacking full on Internet. You know, it's post nuclear fallout. So there's like toxic rains and like nasty shit everywhere and like construction everywhere and going into most, you know, establishments have like wash off centers if it's that toxic time of the day or night or week or whatever's going on, however the GM plays it. But it just feels like within everything else there's this other sort of aesthetic environmental layer that adds an extra fucked upness i guess i'd put it on it yeah you know what I mean? and, and i think a good you know for people that are, are i'm a huge star wars fan it's yeah. kind of like the difference between 2020 which is kind of the empire and everything is very structured but still kind of dangerous and you know broken so where you know if people have seen it the the mandalorian you know show is much more red it's like yeah things are in chaos the empire's gone like you know, everybody's kind of out for themselves. There's still leftovers from the past. There's some stuff that they're trying to set up for the future, which are, you know, the Disney movies, you know, but yeah. everything's, you know, the Mandalorian and, and, you know, those, like, everything's kind of up for grabs. Yeah, exactly. No, that's a good uh, sort of reference for people if they're not familiar, you know, but totally, it's it's it definitely feels like the Wild Wild West sort of, you know, uh, vibe or whatever. I love it. It's just dangerous. So back to net running, 
Is there anything else that we forgot to cover about it? I just want to make sure we were kind of, uh, you know, without, like I said, without giving away too much or going too much detail, I want to make sure we mentioned at least a little bit of everything and kind of give people a general breakdown of how it works a little, a little beyond the jumpstart kit. Sure. I mean, it, it's, it is one of those cases and, and hopefully maybe once red comes out, we can, you know, Revisit. maybe get back together and, and go, you know, once we can kind of read off the rules and, and, you know, everybody has a, a copy, hopefully in front of them, we can, you know, get more into detail of the, the specifics of the mechanics. But I mean, it is, you know, you got, you know, stuff that's, you know, your cyber deck's got so many slots, you know, there's different hardware pieces, you know, that may affect to, you know, protect yourself from, you know, damage or from, you know, you know, fires and stuff like that. There's, you know, stuff that, that, you know, may increase your range. There's stuff that like, you know, your armor makes a big difference and they've kind of shown that in the, some of the 2077 where, you know, instead of you being in a chair, you're kind of wearing this, you know, suit that kind of, you know, protects you from bullets and, and other, you know, yeah, uh, you know, melee weapons, but also has some, some extra things to, to keep the cyber deck out of your way and, and, you know, give you some additional uh, features there. So, I mean, it's some of the, the cool stuff that that's coming. And like I said, we'll, you know, once the, the game comes out truly, we can uh, go into more detail rather than just reading off the rules. But, yeah, you know, that that's the kind of stuff that I'm super, you know, pumped for. Yeah, and you just reminded me, one other thing I really like is, like, the the speed-boosting program, that speedy yeah. uh, Gonzalez. It's not Gonzalez. What is it? it it's Gonzalez, I think. Gonzalez. That's what it is. Gonzalez. Being from Cal- California, Gonzalez is a very common name here, so... You know, every time I read it, that's what I immediately think of. But it is, I think it's supposed Gonzalez. to be Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, exactly. there's all these these programs that, you know, increase your speed that, you know, give you, you know, better capabilities to do backdoors and stuff like that. Yeah, so you and, can... and you need that because, you know, one thing, too, a feature of the, the net running is if you do enter a level of that elevator, you drop down a level, you go to the next level. If you run into, you know, some type of black ice... Um, it's always like, like, just like when you enter combat and everybody rolls initiative, uh, it's very similar to that where like, you know, you're, you're trying to get the jump on them and just get a better roll on that, on that initiative when you run into a black ice. Otherwise, like you're, you're taking that damage or they're taking that damage, you know, like it's, yeah, whoever so gets that first increase hit. Your, your speed. Yeah. So that, that's why I like you about know, those so speed don't programs. Get, don't and, get hit. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, that's the thing that that's one of my favorite things of the, the new stuff is. You know, you only have so many slots, so you really have to make decisions of like, do I want to be super aggro? Do I want to be defensive? Do I want to be, you know, a mix of the two? Do I want to spend a lot of my slots on hardware type stuff? Yeah. You know, it's not a, it's not like a lot of things where it's like, well, I just have access to, you know, using a a D and D kind of reference. You know, the net runner is kind of one of the like a spellcaster, and it's not like you have access to every spell. You, you may have access to slot that, but you only have so many slots you can use at any one yeah, you gotta, time. You got to find those scrolls, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, and, you know, there might be the cases where, you know, and I kind of thought this recently, where, you know, you might have different cyber decks depending on what you're doing. Yeah, that's you know, a great you might idea. You have a, 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 you know, attack cyber deck or a defensive cyber deck or, you know, obviously at that point you're getting into some, some, Money. High eddies, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the other thing about red is it's definitely like things are expensive. You have to source them, and then you know 
there, you're just not getting money thrown at you as much. I feel like 2020, it felt like there's lots of jobs. You got paid well. You could go to the store and buy stuff. It feels like with red, things are a little more expensive. You have to source them. There's more of a process to being able to get goodies and things and buy them. There's, it's just a bigger process. And then there's more of a process of earning money. Like things are just more dangerous to get it, you know? Well, just like, you know, the kind of the wild, wild west is like everybody needs work. Everybody yeah. needs a needs a, a part of that pie and, and because it's a pie there's less available for everyone so you have to really prove that you know you're the one worthy of getting that you know so be it you know solo net running you know you you know might have to do spend more time doing uh you know dealing with fixtures and making contacts and stuff like that where it's just like you know rather than going to a, a bulletin board and be like well this job as out of 30 that are listed here is you know i'll take that one yeah, you know, there's more more involved, I think, in red. No, most definitely, definitely. So yeah, I love everything that we discussed. I think we covered just about everything that we can, at least. Like you said, when red officially comes out, we'll revisit this topic and we'll get into detail. I want to do, you know, a complete net running, uh, you know, breakdown. I want to do like a whole mechanics thing. Like it's gonna be fun. I want to do that with every role. Once once the official book comes out, we'll be hitting a lot more details, but. As far as this episode, I think we touched base on as much as we can, and I think it was a lot of fun, and we covered some great topics. Hopefully, you know, if you're listening, you got something out of it and enjoyed learning something new about the way net running works in red. Or if you're just a fan of net running, you just love chatting about it or hearing about it. You know, like me, I love cyberpunk so much I could listen to any topic about it. I just I love it all. But um, but yeah. yeah. If you're checking it out, uh, you're listening to this, please, you know, give us a share, give us a like, give us a, a follow and subscribe. Check out the link in the description. Uh, hit up cyberpunkuncensored.com and see all the cool things we have going on. Uh, we got some cool discounts from sponsors on the partner page and, and just a lot of cool stuff. So, And tune into the live gameplay. Come see Daniel do some net running. Uh, I think our next game is this coming Tuesday. We typically have been playing on Tuesdays. But, uh, but yeah, tune in and, and check out some of the live gameplay. Any last words here before I cut us off and put an end to this episode? No, I just appreciate you having me on and uh, hope to come back and uh, get into some more dinny gritty of uh, yeah how the, the mechanics work. Most definitely. Yeah, we'll do it again. Um, so, yeah, thanks for joining me, man, and I'll see you in the next game. And everybody listening, thanks so much. Take care. Yep, take care.